The Hardest Choice Midnight on New Year's Eve, I was in a rental car in Denver, Colorado. My 10-year-old son, Rylan, was sitting beside me. A flurry of fireworks exploded in the sky above us. Rylan gazed up with tired eyes. It was late, and we'd just gotten off a plane from Washington State, where we'd been visiting my parents. My husband, Heath, should have been at the airport to pick us up. We lived 70 miles away in Estes Park, a small town at the foot of Rocky Mountain National Park. Heath was in jail. He'd been arrested for stealing copper from construction sites, where he worked as a heavy equipment operator. He sold the copper to pay for drugs. He'd call from jail while Rylan and I were on our way to the airport in Washington. A meth addict. That's what Heath was. Dropping Rylan and me off at the start of our trip, he'd given us big hugs and assured me he'd be fine. He couldn't join us because he had to work, or so he said. I should have known better. Heath had been abusing drugs on and off since before I met him. Though it took me, so naive, a long time to figure that out. He'd spent most of our marriage promising me to get clean, relapsing and promising again, begging me to believe him. Now, heading out of Denver on the interstate, I knew I had a decision to make. Heath wanted me to bail him out. He expected to see me at the jail in the morning. He sounded frightened and confused on the phone. I can explain everything, he said. This will never happen again, I swear. I glanced over at Rylan, who was now asleep. Heath was his father, my husband. The thought of breaking up our family was unthinkable, or it had been until now. We couldn't keep going on like this. What made it all even harder was that, when he was sober, Heath was a wonderful man. Funny, charismatic, loving, devoted to his mother and grandmother. A great dad to Rylan when he was around. We'd met in our 20s after I moved to Estes Park for an elementary school teaching job. I'm from Wisconsin. The beauty of Colorado took my breath away. I wanted to be outside all the time. Heath loved the outdoors too, hiking, fishing, and hunting. I liked him the second I saw him at a music club. He was cute, a funny dancer, but he didn't seem to care what people thought. Soon, we were living together and I got pregnant. Heath was ecstatic. I had a different reaction. I knew I should want to marry Heath. I loved him and could tell he loved me. We lived together. We were going to have a child together. But something felt wrong, and I couldn't bring myself to commit. Heath wasn't the most reliable guy. I knew he worked in construction, and he always seemed to have steady income. But his hours were irregular. 
he never had pay stubs. Some nights he'd come home late, and the reasons he gave sounded implausible, suspicious even. He'd done a lot of partying in high school and college, but he swore those days were behind him. Still, some part of me didn't fully trust Heat. Though I loved him, I held something back. Not long after Rylan was born, I was doing laundry when I found something in one of Heath's jacket pockets. A small glass tube with globe on one end. I had no idea what it was. I didn't ask Heath. Instead, I showed it to a friend the next day. She didn't know either, but her teenage son did. That's a mess pipe, he said. I confronted Heath. He was defensive, but then broke down and admitted he smoked meth. He tried it in college and still did it sometimes. But I'm not an addict, he protested. I can stop. I will stop. I was so scared. I told Heath to move out anyway and took Rylan with me for a few months to Wisconsin, where my dad and stepmom lived. I told Heath we were done, and definitely not getting married until he was clean. I thought for sure his love for me and Rylan would motivate him to give up the drugs. But Heath seemed to get worse. Once we were back in Estes Park, he drifted in and out of our lives. Sometimes sober, sometimes not. My parents kept telling me to let him go for good, but how could I do that to the father of my son? Plus, I'm a teacher. I look for the good in people. I was sure I could fix Heath. I mean, if I couldn't, who could? Heath insisted he could fix himself. He never entered a 12-step program. I don't need that. I couldn't do it on my own. Yet, he eventually managed a year of sobriety. I agreed to get married. Our wedding was three months after Ryland's ninth birthday. Heath moved back in with us. And we started talking about having another baby. Then one day, I noticed a pair of skis missing from our storage shed. No idea, Heath said, when I asked where they went. Maybe someone stole them. More things disappeared. Heath started coming home late again. I discovered thousands of dollars missing from her savings account. He fell back into the old cycle of drug use, promises to quit and relapse.